Good morning, folks. Nice to be here. Uh, it's my second Red Cloud uh, event that I participated in, so a, a decent crew and excited the markets we're in and whatnot. Uh, my intention here today really is to give a little bit of a snapshot on, uh, you know, how Altius has kind of grown up and evolved in recent years into a bona fide royalty business. Well, at the same time, you know, we're a very strong exploration business as well, and we've got some exploration product right now in the company, specifically some nickel and silver projects that we're uh, putting for sale signs on. So uh, I'll talk a little bit about our spin-up success and market capitalization value we've created over the years and uh, introduce you to those projects in case uh, some guys want to talk. The normal forward-looking stuff on the promoter, don't listen to anything I say. Uh, all these differentiators. Uh, we've been in the royalty space now for about five years. We came into the royalty space not through raising a big bunch of capital in the markets. We actually made a bunch of profits in exploration. We made that money in the last bull market. We held the money until the market rolled over in the bear market. And we're, when things were at their worst in 13, 14, 15, early 16, we put that money to work. Uh, so again, we kind of again we came a royalty company through success, uh, but that discipline strategy. I think the biggest part of the multi success story was we made the money in the bull instead of redeploying it, trying to buy a bunch of things when markets were hot. We held the money and we waited for things to go on sale. We really believe in the simplicity of the resources space, and I think buying things when they're low is is the way to go. So we we demonstrated that you know through uh, you know the current cycles that we've seen to again acquire a bunch of assets when you're on your back. And today we're sitting on 15 different production stage royalties generating about 75, 80 million dollars a year for our shareholders, so it's, it's been good. Uh, our asset base is very long, long life. Uh, one thing about the royalty game, and not to pick on the, the, the precious metal space, a lot of these mine lives are eight, and eight to 12 year type uh, timelines. We buy typically base and bulk metal royalties. These assets have you know, resource-based lives of 20, 25 years, 50 years, in the case of our potash, actually 1,000 years. When we buy these things, they're bought on discounted cash flow models. Uh, anyway, long story short is that if you got a longer life asset, you quite frankly, you realize a much better rate of return over the time. So another differentiator of Altius compared to other royalty peers is the, the long life asset, uh, the base of our assets. The other thing that, that it's a big part of my role at Altius is that we're an exploration business at heart. So we've been generating projects as, as a project generator for 22 years. We've done it in nine, ten different jurisdictions. You know, we've spun in five or six different companies. We created $2 billion in market cap value. We've made $300 million in profits. We've redeployed profits. Anyway, exploration is what we're good at and what we do. And uh, we organically create our royalties. When I compare ourselves again to our other royalty peers, most, most guys got to buy to grow. Uh, we're not that case because while we're you know, reaping the benefits of cash flow from our production royalty assets, we're actually generating at a negative to free cost uh, royalties on exploration projects that we generate and sell to third parties. So it's, it, it's, it's, a very, it's our most unique trait and truly what differentiates us from the back. Again, a little bit of a counter-cyclical approach. Again, we made a bunch of money in the last bull market. You know, by 2008, 2009, we were walking around about $250 million. But every banker in Toronto, New York, Vancouver, calling us, buy this, buy this, buy this. Brian, our CEO, is a very disciplined guy. Uh, he basically hung up the phone. He didn't pick up the phone until 2014 when things were really on our back. 
and then we put that money to work. We did one big major acquisition with a group called Liberty Mutual, where we bought a bunch of potash and coal royalties in uh, Western Canada. That led to then a subsequent acquisition of a royalty company that brought us uh, a lot of base metal exposure. And following that, we did a, a, a copper uh, stream acquisition type uh, strategy with Humana on the Chapat asset, which was recently transacted and held by Lundin. Anyway, we bought all these things when nobody cared about our business. So we, we got these things at, at, at cheap, if, if, if you believe that stuff. So for us going forward, you know, if you believe we're going to have a commodity bull market, Altius is diversified across the commodity spectrum. We have especially a lot of torque right now to copper and potash. So if you believe the world's going to continue to want to eat and we're going to produce more potash, well, Altius is a safe way to play that through a royalty structure. So for the generalist investor out there, uh, I think Altius has created, framed itself as a great uh, proxy, if you will, uh, on, on commodities when people really start to care about commodities again. Royalty growth pipeline, these are just some highlights of, of different assets. Uh, you know, there's, there was billions, excuse me, there was billions spent in the potash uh, in the production space back in the last bull market. A lot of that production capacity has not yet been brought on, but all the, the, the capital has been sunk. They can just kind of turn on a switch and bring on more potash. Our royalties are exposed to all that, so there's a lot of potash upside in both price and production profile in the company. As well as that, uh, you know, we, uh, we have a royalty on Boise's Bay. It was our initial royalty. We have a, a, a royalty on that asset that's going to be doing an extra 20 years of underground uh, production here. So lots of uh, nickel royalties are going to be coming from that for the next 20 years. Uh, we also got Chapada, which we believe is one of the better copper assets on planet Earth. And I think the recent acquisition by Lundin of, of uh, that asset from Humana, I think we'll truly see it uh, looked at as a, as a copper mine versus a gold mine. It was kind of disguised that in the past. We're a big beneficiary of that because we have a stream on this asset. Uh, advancing things, look, we got all kinds of things in the portfolio that might come to be. We have a copper royalty on a, on a great project in Ecuador. We have a, a 3% royalty on a, on a great iron project in Labrador. We have a, a coal royalty on a thing in BC. Anyway, we've got a portfolio of opportunity within the company. Because it's, again, royalty structure, I think most people know the whole benefits of the royalty business. There's no cash calls on any of these things. So if these things go into production or the production profile increases, whatever, we are, you know, it's, it's, it's off the revenue side of the equation. So it's a great way to play the minerals business in our Renewable energy roads, I'm not going to much get into this, but uh, this is Brian's baby right now. And if any of you folks know Brian Dalton, who's the founder of Altius, and he's, he's in a league of his own, he's a really smart guy. He's built a great business here. Uh, about four years ago, three years ago, we've been really watching the renewable space. We've been watching, I guess, the green theme evolve globally. As a business, we wanted to find a way to expose ourselves to, to that reality. While at the same time, we had a bit of a problematic thing in our, in our existing portfolio called coal. We had a bunch of Alberta coal. There's some changes in legislation that came. Anyway, what we're trying to do is we're trying to effectively trade in our coal royalties uh, and those revenues and turn it into green revenues. So we've teamed up with some guys in the US to do some uh, wind royalties, solar royalties. It's still at its infancy, uh, but it's something we're very excited about. And if I could you know, give a bit of a foreshadow, I, I'm gonna say in the next six to 18 months, I think you're gonna hear a whole lot about Altius Royalties Renewables. And it's something you should watch. And uh, yeah, this is where Brian's head is to these days. So, uh, really this is kind of the business that myself and my colleague Lawrence, who's here, we run together. Uh, project generation exploration against where we came from. We 
made a pile of dough doing it. Uh, I think we're going to make a pile of money again. This is just a little bit of a profile of, of what's happened in the last three years with regards to performance. Our strategy was that from 12 to 14, 12 to 16, excuse me, we went out and we put together geological lands all over planet Earth in some of the best jurisdictions. You know, zinc in Ireland, copper in Chile, people in Finland, you name it, we put it together. Uh, what happened, of course, in 16 is we've seen a market turn. We've suddenly seen a bid for projects while that 12 to 16 timeline, majors, North Juniors were doing area exploration because everybody was on their back. We were one of the few groups after doing that global uh, you know, acquisition strategy of land. Uh, what happens all of a sudden, you know, we caught a bid as a, as a sector. Uh, promoter groups, what not, all of a sudden had capital available to them, they had no product. My phone went crazy. So basically we did, I'm shooting on my bum here a bit, but we did 20 some deals over a few years. And what, our, what Altius's business structure in that regard is, we sell our geological real estate. We take a big slug of stock in the new deal that the real estate goes into. We retain our underlying royalty to the asset. So organically, we're creating a royalty that contributes back to the royalty mothership and hopefully we realize over a longer period of time, while at the same time we're getting seeded up on equities at an early stage in the cycle, that if you believe some of these things are going to work, all of a sudden you're sitting on $2 million worth of stock, the market goes right while you're sitting on $20 million worth of stock. Well again, we've done 20-some deals like that you know, in, in recent times over the last two years. And we've already seen the benefits of that effort. We've seen what was worth 22, what 20 million bucks in, in 2016 today with proceeds that we've we've monetized on some good things. We at Big Slug of Champion R and R, we made some really good money there. And my point being is that you know it's worth collectively nearly 70 million. And again, I think we'd all agree it hasn't been the best two years in the junior space and junior equity performance. I believe that our portfolio, our junior equities, is in great shape. And uh, as we see this market mature with you know, more guys getting financed and people caring about our space again. I quite frankly, I believe this 70 million is going to be worth 500 million. I believe it's worth the mar market capitalization of the mothership all over again. So, uh, something to watch, and it's something that uh, you know, for us, there's always rabbits out of hats in the sense of projects. We ne never necessarily realize we're going to be the ones that are going to be the winners. They end up being the winners, but because we've got such a diversified portfolio across the commodity spectrum, across these different issuers. Uh, some things work, some things don't. The diversification has been good to all of over time, made us a lot of money. So in that regard, again, 57 projects sold in 20-some different deals, you know, 140,000 meter plus of discovery drilling being done on these projects, all being done on partners dime. We got exposure through the stock as well as the projects. Uh, so, uh, you know, in the, in the near and medium term, you can trade the stock, you can make some money, put in your jeans, and ride the low royalty long term. In select circumstances, maybe you sit on the stock, you know, to, to, to the end zone. It's, uh, it's portfolio management right now. Capital structure, uh, you know, we're in great shape, $500 million company, we have about $200 million in liquidity, we're doing 70 to $75 million a year. The humbling part of this is that as a royalty business, we, we have not got the respect of the market in the sense of, you know, the valuations that our royalty peers will trade at. We're five years into that now, I'm a bit frustrated by that, because I think we're one of the better royalty companies out there, especially from an asset base and diversification perspective. Uh, I think that comes in due course. Or, you know, if you believe copper's going at four bucks, we'll buy some Altius and you know, we're going to participate in that, because the generalist really sees the company as being a, a proxy to that uh, to commodity space when uh, the world really starts to care about commodities. Uh, anyway, these are some of the things that, that we got in the portfolio. You know, Wolfton is a, a Deal in Maine, Renaissance is a gold deal, uh, Anglo is doing a 
a lot of drilling there, Kansas and the copper deal in Ecuador. Ephraim's a group that's gonna, you know, they got a royalty on an asset that First Majestic's probably gonna develop, you know, in, in Mexico. Uh, we own our biggest share over there. Sockman's a, a gold thing in Newfoundland that all in generative costs, costs us about 100 grand. We've made a few million bucks on the stock. We sit on a, an underlying royalty to the asset. 80 is a diamond thing that we've created. Anyway, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And uh, we all, you know, collectively, this is just some of it, but some of these things are gonna be real winners. And uh, even though we're a $500 million market cap, and a lot of us are here for that torque, if you will, to juniors and capitalization values, and, you know, those 10 baggers, uh, there's 10 baggers within our portfolio. Maybe it's not gonna meet a 10 bagger on the mothership valuation, but it's certainly gonna be, uh, uh, it's gonna, you know, relate to a, a this is this is what I wanted to plant some seeds or any issuers who might be here. Uh, over this lifeline of all of these, we've created more than two billion dollars in market capitalization value from various projects that have been taken spun out of the, the Altius ship and put into new deals. And again, we end up taking back a slug of stock underlying royalty to the asset. We've done that I think six, seven times since inception with pretty much every every commodity you can think of. Aurora was our big winner back in the uranium day. We made a couple hundred million dollars there. But the point being is that, you know, we create sexy product. We generate some of the best product, I'd say, in the minerals business today. Today, we're sitting on a great nickel portfolio. Uh, you know, uh, nickel sulfides in Labrador. You know, you can put a little Boise Bay flag on that sort of stuff. We've got some really sexy nickel projects in Michigan next to London's Eagle Mine, which is one of the higher grade nickel sulfide assets on the planet. Uh, we're looking for a home for it. Nickel's finally got a bid. Uh, nickel deals can finance themselves. So uh, I put this off as a demonstration that we're a great partner to come to to get some product to, to put into a, to a new deal and, and work on it together. So with that regard, I'm not going to thank you. I'm just going to skip this one up. You know, we got a great nickel portfolio, uh, some diversification, like I said, Labrador, Michigan. Uh, things you can make a story around. Uh, critical mass here. Uh, our strategy, again, find the right group. Here, guys, here's some great nickel product. Give us some of the stock in your company. We want an underlying royalty to the assets. Now let's go ahead and beat the street together, raise some capital, and, and go make a discovery. Uh, so if there's anybody that wants to talk nickel, uh, I'm here all day. My colleague, Lawrence Winter, will be here somewhere. Uh, look us up and come say hi. One last thing is we also got a, a really interesting silver copper project district scale thing on the northern peninsula of Newfoundland. It's very odd beast, I, I don't know what it is, uh, but there's a lot of silver and a lot of copper. So again, I'll make it about silver, you know, it's, it's, it's been doing better. Uh, if anybody wants to, to talk silver and wants a great project, and they're willing to give us some stock and, and let us have a royalty on the asset, we're, we're guys to talk to, we're very open-minded about these things. So thank you very much, have a great day. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Chad, for being on time. We probably have time for uh, one or two questions if anyone has uh, any questions for Chad. I just have one quick question. Obviously, Nixon doesn't What's that photograph on the left? So right here on the left? Yes. I'm going to say that's massive salt, like some sort of copper magnetic stringers or something. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, something Lawrence will put there, so I. And which project is that one? Pardon me? And which one is that? I think this was actually on an Atascuan project, which was a project in Labrador. Right. Again, I'm, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Don't ask me nothing technical. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, wait a minute, what's that orange and white thing in the center? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you bought a bunch of royalties from Sherrit, uh, and, uh, and it was a great transaction in some ways, not quite so satisfying. Uh, Potash was great, of course. Yeah. So the Providence like, pulled the rug out from under yeah, the thermal coal business there, and I think you guys <laughs> have uh, launched a lawsuit to recover some value. We Just, had, can you comment on the status of that? Uh, so, you know, going up against jurisdictions and any new effective expropriation and stuff, these aren't easy things. Uh, however, we've, we've all, all partnered with a, a legal group in Calgary who knows the space, seems to have the ability. Uh, it's, it's kind of past the discovery stage right now. And my understanding is, is that there's no argument as to what we've done. Now it's just the whole legality of were they allowed to pull the rubber cars. You know, I never put speculative value on what we could realize on that, but it was really bad. So where we where we landed, I don't know. But to say it as it is, Dave, you know, is that we took a bruising because again we bought a bunch of coal in 14 by 16. A big bunch of that was arguably worthless because they changed the legislation. Well, come on, it's, it's Alberta, it's not Alberta's land, right? So we're trying to be reasonable, but again, it's, it's illegal. But, but potash was fantastic, right? These are thousand-year resource mine lives. They are the best mineral deposits on planet Earth, and we have royalties on them, and that's the way to play the game. Thank you. All right, thank you very much, Jeff.